I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. Sell them something that will help them retain what you just gave them. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me in this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and in my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind or my one-on-one is we got to work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're going to build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability, not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process, making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are. Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me and we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing, 
full-time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? And we're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two, which is application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff. We're going to make this into at least a two-part series. So this is going to be part one of at least two on this subject. Now, before I get into that, first of all, let me tell you about it. I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge. Everyone who is in my texting community if you would like to receive that text, all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out the daily motivation, 
you will be on that list. You'll be receiving my daily motivation text for free straight to your phone. Now, the number again, 305-384-6894. Message guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point throughout your day. Now, to the topic, feeling guilty about selling your stuff. While some of you may think that people's biggest challenge in selling their stuff, and I think a lot of people think this is their biggest challenge around selling this stuff, is that you simply don't know what to say to make a sale or that you have a bad product and that's why people aren't buying it or that your customers just don't have money. Uh, all of those are false excuses. None of those is actually the real problem. None of those is the real problem for you selling. And I talked about this a lot in episode number 2111, getting your mind right around money. I talked about money in a lot of episodes on the show. Episode 1869, we talked human capital. In episode 1768, how to raise your value in the market to make more money. Episode 1751. This is a big one. Five reasons why you hate money. Yes, some of you hate money and I'm telling you the signs of you hating money. Episode number 1730, how to make more money quickly and easily without working yourself to death. And we talked about money at a, a whole lot more times here on the show. So many, I'm not even going to give them all to you. Episode 915, only three ways anybody makes money. But the real reason that many of you have an issue selling your stuff, it has nothing to do with the customer or the marketplace. The reason you have a problem selling your stuff is because you have issues with actually offering and selling things, not you have a challenge of selling things. You have an issue with selling things. In other words, you don't like putting something out there, telling people it costs this much money and then taking their money in exchange for the thing that you're going to give. You have a problem with that process, period. And that's been your real issue in selling. That's why you've been struggling to sell. So that's what we're going to talk about here today and tomorrow, because as I said, this is going to be a two-part series, why people feel guilty about selling their stuff and how you can get over it. Because if you have a challenge and feeling guilt over selling your things, you will always have this challenge and you will never sell anything until you get it fixed. But good news is you're in the right place at the right time with the right person to learn what to do about it. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff. Number one, people forget most of what they hear. Most of the things that I say on this show, you might enjoy it while you're listening to it. But by tomorrow, you're going to forget most of what I said here today. And even most of what you see, you forget a few days after you hear it and after you see it. The things we see, we retain a little bit longer, but most of the stuff we forget. Think of the last book you read. How many words or passages or phrases from that book can you recall right now? The last book that you read. Even if you just finished it yesterday, most of the stuff that's in that book, you can't even remember it. You might remember a few, but most of it, you don't. A 200 page book, you remember what? 10 things. The only way to get people to retain what you share with them. This is very important here. This is a tactical piece as well as a strategic piece. Only way to get people to retain what you give them is to give them something that they on their own can review and consume long after they are no longer with you. In other words, if you give a speech, for example, when your speech is over, most of what you said in that speech, even if people loved your speech, they're going to forget most of it by next week. Almost every single word you said, they're going to forget it. They might remember a couple key points and ideas. But if you talk for 90 minutes, they're going to remember like three minutes of what you said. Literally three minutes. This episode right here, if I go 25 minutes here today, you might remember a few key points, but most of it you're going to forget. And you listen to three more episodes of my show, you're going to forget damn near everything that I said here today. You might even forget that you listen to it. The only way to get you to retain what I'm saying here today is I would need to give you some material that you can review on your own without outside of just this. You probably have to take it in a different format, but don't worry. We're hard at work on all of these things in the back end at working your game all the time. So don't worry. I got all I keep all of you in mind. We're thinking about this. So 
most of the stuff I say here, you're going to forget unless you happen to go back and listen to any of these episodes over and over again. Most of you don't listen to these episodes over and over again. And or if you're taking notes on what I say and then you review your notes after you take them, most of you don't do that either. How many people who listen to this show listen to any episode more than once and or you take notes on what I say and then you review the notes after you took the notes? Most people who listen to the show don't do either of those. Therefore, most of what I say, you forget. Even if you love it while you listen to it, you forget most of it. You're not going to retain it. Let alone do you have a chance to apply it because you can't remember it. The only way to get people to retain what you share is you got to give them another way to take it in after they heard it. So while your speech may be great, your workshop, your seminar is amazing. People forget it. It is in that moment, though, when you have given it to them and they're like, that's amazing. That's when you sell them. Something is going to help them retain what you've already shared with them. So this is something that speakers do. When I give a speech, one thing that I like to do is tell the person who booked me for the speech, look, people are going to love my speech, but when my speech is over, they're going to forget almost everything I said within 72 hours. So how can we make sure that this message not only lands with them right here on the spot, but also how they can take some of this message and take it with them after so that they actually can retain it. So I can sell them some books. Maybe I'll sell them access to a course. Maybe I'll make a specific product that's just for them, just for their organization that they can use over the next year. But I got to sell them something other than just the speech, because if all I give you is a speech, you're going to forget damn near every single word that I've spoken. So this is a tactical thing that any of you can use. If any of you who gives out game in a one off type of sense, how can people retain what you gave them? I don't care how you give it to them, even if it's a course. Somebody signs up for your course. They're going to go through the course, even if they take the whole course. And I sell courses. So I know most of the people who sign up for courses don't even take the whole course. They don't even finish the course because people just don't finish it. This is just how it is. Even if they go through the whole course, they're not going to go through it again. They're not going to remember everything that they learned in the course. They might take notes, but they're not going to review the notes. You got to give them something else that can help drive home the message that was in that course, because otherwise they're not going to retain anything and therefore they won't be able to get the results. So you got to sell them something. This is the selling point. Sell them something that will help them retain what you just gave them. This is a logical, rational, and practical reason why you need to sell things to people. The reason is so that they actually get the value of what you are sharing, because just hearing it or seeing it one time will not get them the value. They have to hear it or see it over and over again. We call this spaced repetition. The way that you're able to get people to take in a message and really retain it and then actually use it, hopefully, is they have to hear it over and over and over and over again. This is why in advertising, people are not going to always buy your product the first time they see your ad, but if they see it over and over and over again. By time number five, they might actually notice the ad. Time number six, they might actually listen to or read the ad. And time number seven, they might take some action. But they got to see it over and over and over again because human beings, our brains are automatically deleting things all the time. We just blank things out. So your job is give them something that gets their attention. Then while you have their attention, sell them something that will make sure they keep the message because that one time is not going to be enough. So I gave you a tactical and a strategic point right there in point number one. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff, part number one. Point number two of part number one. Let's just the real source of your guilt here, which has nothing to do with a strategy or a tactic. And most people think they need a strategy or a tactic so they can make more sales. And they say that's the reason why they're not making sales. That is never the reason why you're not making sales. Any of you who's trying to sell, but you are failing, it is not because you don't have the right strategy or the right tactics. It's because you don't have the right mindset. Your mind is not in the right place. You are fearful. You are afraid of rejection by your audience. You are afraid of negative feedback from your audience because you have tried to sell something and they're a bunch of freeloaders and they're mad at you because you tried to sell something to them 
and it exposes the fact that they don't want to spend money. You are afraid of negative feedback from your audience because maybe they'll buy your product and then they don't like it. So you're like, damn, well, what if this product's not that great and it's not worth $19 or $997 and they're going to get mad at me for selling it to them. So you just do nothing. You're afraid of looking like a greedy bastard because you're trying to sell something to people and you're selling to people who don't have money. In other words, you're selling to broke people. I told you this is one of the rules of sales to never violate, sell people who don't have money because they're going to make you feel like you're wrong for selling things. People who have money will never make you feel like that. But you're afraid that you're going to be selling to people who are broke and they're going to call you greedy for trying to sell things to them because they're going to complain about anything being sold because they want everything for free. And that's how they got to the position they are in life right now and that's why they're going to stay there. If you're an entrepreneur and you plan on making money as an entrepreneur, which I hope you do, you need to get over this fear and you need to get over it now. If you have a fear of selling anything, simply because you don't want to look bad or you feel like people are going to attack you or people are going to come at you. Or even if you're coming at yourself, you're telling yourself, well, I shouldn't sell things because, you know, I didn't have a lot of money. I couldn't have afforded this 10 years ago. I couldn't afford this right now if I was trying to sell it. I don't want people to come at me for trying to sell things. I want somebody to think that I'm trying to be greedy and just trying to get money out of them. Listen, you're in business, folks, and you're in the business of making money. You're in the business of selling. You're in the business of getting your products and services into the hands and minds of the people who need it. That is the business that you're in. And when you signed up for entrepreneurship, that's the game that you stepped into, whether you know it or not. And you got to get your mind right around this. If you don't have your mind around this, then you're always going to be feeling guilt about selling. And when you feel guilt about selling, you will never sell at your best possible capacity, which means you will always be doing yourself a disservice when it comes to the money that you need to make. And I would assume that you got into business to make money. But if you're self-sabotaging, by feeling fearful and guilty about selling, then that you're not doing your business. You are doing a disservice to your own business. In other words, you are self-sabotaging, like I just said. This is the real source of your guilt, that negative feedback that you might get. So if this is an issue for you, and if it is, you will probably know, then we need to get clear on it. We need to get it fixed ASAP. Mindset is one of the main things that we deal with in my Bulletproof Mastermind. So the mindset is the foundation. Then we can build on top of that the strategy, the accountability, and the execution. But the mindset is the foundational piece. So I actually need to make sure I'm telling y'all that every time, just to make sure y'all know. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is getting over your and how to stop feeling that guilt of selling your stuff. Number three, many people live their lives not by logic or rational thinking or objectivity even though that would be ideal. But most people don't live their lives based on those things. Most people live their lives based on emotion and by making value judgments and comparisons between one person and another. And then they base their actions based on those comparisons. People make their decisions based on their subjective ways of looking at things and how they feel about things and how they compare one thing to another. It doesn't have to be based on logic at all. Most of the time it's not. To give you an example, I heard a salesperson talk about this, that when a receptionist, for example, let's say there's a receptionist who works at a doctor's office. So the receptionist knows exactly how much the doctor charges. She has a pretty good idea how that doctor's living, the size of his house, what kind of cars he drives, the vacation he goes on. She knows about all of that. And let's say somebody calls the doctor's office and is interested in an appointment with this doctor. And there's a big shot doctor, great doctor, really good at what he does, this doctor. And he's making a whole lot of money. He charges high fees to make that money. So the receptionist takes the call. And the person who calls wants to know the doctor's rates for a certain work. And the woman who calls in is actually a receptionist herself at a different job. But she's a receptionist herself. So the receptionist who answers at the doctor's office has a pretty good idea how much money 
the person on the other end of the phone is making and knows whether or not they could afford this doctor. So this receptionist knows that the doctor's rates are higher than normal. She also knows that the doctor's driving a Porsche. She owns two other cars. She knows he has two homes, including a vacation house. She knows he goes on vacation three times a year. She hears that the prospective client, and she can tell the prospective client doesn't have a lot of money. This is the person she's talking to, the person who called in. She knows all of these things. How much the doctor has versus how much this potential patient has. Let me ask you this question. Just going off of what we know about the average person, which I just told you, how hard do you think this receptionist is going to work to try to close this prospect on actually making an appointment and paying that money to the doctor? How hard is this receptionist going to work to make sure that this person who doesn't have a lot of money, who might even be on a fixed income, how hard is she going to work to make sure that this patient comes in to this doctor who's already got plenty of money? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, if the receptionist is following procedures as she's supposed to, then that shouldn't have anything to do with the dread. Her subjective opinion should have nothing to do with the way that she does her job. I 100% concur and agree. The question is not if she's following procedures. The question is based on her feelings and thoughts, because most people make decisions based on their feelings and their thoughts, not on following any procedures, even when they're supposed to. How hard do you think she's going to work to close this prospect? That was the question. My answer is she's not going to work that hard at all. Now, maybe she will close the prospect. Maybe the prospect will still come in. But I would also not be surprised if she doesn't try that hard to get this prospect to come in and maybe and tells the prospect, look, you might want to go to this other doctor because it's a little bit cheaper than this one. Because she already knows how much that doctor is making and she might feel a little bit of resentment because of how much he has versus how much she got. Do you think that happens anywhere in business? Oh, it absolutely happens every single day. And any of you who's a boss, you should know about this. Hopefully you do. That reception is not going to work hard to book an appointment for somebody who can't even afford it and can't really afford it in the first place. She's not going to make sure the money gets collected. She's not going to work hard at, at all because she knows how much the doctor's got and she can make a value judgment based on the person who is calling in. This is the way that a lot of people operate life. Oh, you already got this much. So why do you need more? It ain't got nothing to do with what I got or that other person has. It has something to do with here's the value that I'm offering you and here's what it's worth. You want to pay it or you don't. It doesn't matter if I was broke or rich. Logically, objectively, it doesn't matter. But subjectively, which is the way most people think, this matters a lot. So this is the way a lot of people operate, even when they're not the receptionists. This is the way a lot of owners operate. Some of you entrepreneurs who are listening to me right now, this is the way you operate. And this is the very thing that's holding you back because you feel like you don't want to charge people too much money, quote unquote, too much money. You don't want to charge them the race that you actually want to make. So then even when you do make a sale, you feel like you shortchange yourself because you're not making as much as you should be. So it's like a, a cycle that just keeps repeating itself. I know many salespeople. These are full-fledged entrepreneurs who say they set their prices of their products and services at a, quote, fair, close quote, level. You know what fair means when somebody says they're charging a fair price? That usually means, not all the time, but usually it means they are undercharging for their stuff. That's what fair means. Fair means I'm going to charge less than I actually want to. Same way we use the word realistic is the way people use fair. It means take Whatever idea you had that's up here at level 12 and lower it down to about a level seven. That's what fair means to most people because they feel guilty about asking for or taking money. This is a habit that will hurt your business at best. It will cost you money and clients in the middle of things and it will keep you broke and run you out of business at worst. This is why we got to get over it. And these are the preliminary biggest challenges people have when it comes to feeling guilty about money is that you are concerned about and you are actually making decisions for other people as to what they have, what they can afford, and what they'd be willing to spend. You got to understand that 
you don't know what another person is capable of doing. You have no idea what another person is going to do. You have no idea what a person is willing to spend for something that they really want. So you shouldn't be making judgments on their behalf. And a lot of entrepreneurs do this and say, well, I set my price at this level because I don't think most of the people who are at this level can afford to pay me this much money. Well, people can afford to pay for anything that they actually want. Any person can afford to pay for anything when they really want it. Now, if they don't really want it, anybody can come up with any excuse to not pay for something. Somebody could be a millionaire and not want to pay $2 for a bottle of water on the side of the road because they just don't want to pay it. Not like they can't afford it. They just don't want to. And they'll come up with a reason to not buy it. And somebody could be completely broke and come up with $500 if they really needed it. So this is all about, it's all about the value judgments, just all about how much do we value certain things and how much are we willing to pay for them? That's it. So your job as an entrepreneur is not guessing how much money somebody has in their pocket. Your job as an entrepreneur is to determine how much value are you offering with your things and then charging a price that is commensurate with the value that you're giving people based on the market that you're selling to. Now, if you don't have answers to how much value you're giving people or the market that you're selling to, then of course you're going to have challenges with price because you are kind of flying blind. You're flying by the seat of your pants without any strategy. No wonder things are not working. All right. That's why all of these things have to be in place. So let's recap today's class. And we got more to go into this on tomorrow. Topic again is how to stop feeling guilty about selling your stuff. While some people think their biggest challenge is they don't know what to say. Something's wrong with their product. Customers don't have money. No, the biggest problem is you. The biggest problem is always you. And when you fix you, all of a sudden, all the other problems will melt away. Point number one, here's a fact. People forget most of what they hear and even most of what they see a few days after hearing and seeing it. So your job after letting people hear or see you is to sell them something that will help reinforce your message. That's a strategy and also a tactic. Point number two, that's just the real source of your guilt over selling is fear, fear, rejection from your audience, negative feedback, fear of negative feedback because they didn't like the product, negative feedback because you're trying to make a sale. Fear of looking like a greedy bastard just because you're trying to sell something to people who are expecting to get everything for free. Fear that people who don't have money will complain that you're selling anything at all. If you're an entrepreneur, you plan on making money. This is a problem. If you have this problem of fear of selling, we need to get over it. We need to get over it. ASAP. Join my Bulletproof Mastermind. I'll give you a link to that in a minute so that we can get to work on you because this is costing you money by the minute. Point number three, many people live their lives not by logic and rational thinking, but by object or objectivity, but by emotion and making subjective value judgments. So if your receptionist at your business knows how much money you're making and a prospect calls in, they're not making nearly as much as you, but you have high prices, that receptionist might sabotage your business and sabotage the prospect from even becoming a customer simply because they have resentment over how much money you're making and they know how much it is versus how much this person on the phone has to spend. And you better be catching it. You better be noticing this is going on because this is costing you money. If you don't know what's going on, it's costing you money still because she knows how much you make and she makes a value judgment based on who she's listening to and what she thinks that person is capable of doing. This is the way a lot of people operate, even when they're not a receptionist. Sometimes the owners operate like this. They basically set their prices at a, quote, fair, close quote, rate and end up costing themselves money and actually costing themselves clients, period, because people won't just sign up just because you have a cheap price. That's another thing that some people are under the false impression, and I have been guilty of this, that setting a cheap price means you're just going to make a whole bunch more sales. That is false. And there are specific reasons for this, which we'll get into in tomorrow's episode. That is it for today's episode. Two things I want you to do. Number one, get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone by texting me at 305-384-6894. You'll get that every single day. And number two, join my Bulletproof Mastermind, where I do a live training every single week. And you can work with me directly on, first of all, we're going to lay the mindset foundation. Then on top of that, we're going to build your strategies. 
Make sure you're being held accountable and then make sure you are executing. That is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.